0: in the Asia, and we are mommy at home, okay, whoop whoop, <laughs> yes, 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 this is the show where we are stay at home moms, and we are getting it, okay, we are holding down these households. We are making sure everything runs smoothly. We are cooking and cleaning. We are holding down these men, honey, these children, okay? We are breaking up fights. We are changing diapers. We are doing it all from home. And we are doing whatever it takes, okay? We have got to do whatever it takes to maintain our peace and sanity while trying to keep the whole entire family happy, including ourselves, okay? So that's what it's all about. yay so here we are I'm so glad you guys came back I'm so glad that you guys are just really really taking this stuff in and this is exactly why I'm doing this podcast because you are not alone I am not alone you know what I mean like everybody we're all out here trying to do this and you know it's not an easy feat right so This is needed, y'all. This little community right here, this platform. I cannot wait for my guests that are coming up in the future. I've got some interviews scheduled. Like, this is getting ready to really, really, really help everybody. You know what I mean? Because we need that. Most of us, especially Black stay-at-home moms, they're not a whole lot of us in our neighborhood or in our, you know, in our locations where we're actually at. So it's okay to lean on This podcast, (laughs) right, girl? Lean on me, girl, because I'm damn sure gonna lean on you when I need it, right? So, without further ado, please let's get started, okay, ladies? Today, we are talking about the attitude because it's all about the attitude. Last week, we talked about you know what it takes, you know, how to get there trying to reach that 2.0 level. You know what I'm saying? And so I know you guys are like, okay, well, destiny, I did it. And so then, you know, I was good for like a week and now I'm back in a slump. I'm back feeling horrible. I'm back. Like this shit's still stressing me out. Like what's up? You know what I mean? And so we have to start with the attitude, right? So I want to just kind of break that down a little bit, you know, because 2.0 status is not like perfection. Of course, there's going to be good days, bad days, and everything in between. But it's all about, you know, keeping, staying grounded, right? When everything is, no matter what it is, you got to stay grounded in your truths and your beliefs and move forward in that direction, right? So I really want to talk a lot about how Um, Recently, I did a devotional in the Bible app with a few of the ladies from the Facebook group that I was telling you guys about. My girls, whoop whoop. (laughs) Uh, We did a devotional about attitudes. And so I want to first just read you a little bit of an excerpt from the devotional and about how they define your attitude and, you know, why it's important and why this is where we need to start So it says, attitude is defined as the way we think and feel about someone or something that affects our behavior. Okay, now let me just repeat that. Attitude is defined as the way we think and feel about someone or something that affects our behavior. Okay, now is this not the truth, y'all? Like, is this not the truth? Okay, your attitude will have you thinking that what you feel is right, honey. Okay, them feelings get in there and be like, "Uh uh-uh, it's this, that, and the third. And the reality is that it's not, (laughs) right? But we in our feelings, we are in those emotions, and then we are letting that affect everything else around us, everything else we do for the whole entire day, right? You know, they say you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, like, yeah, That's real. It happens. And it happens to all of us. So we really, really have to be mindful um, of taking the feeling out of the attitude. Right. Because that really it determines our actions. So let's talk a little bit about what that looks like. Right. Let's break it down because that's what they did in the devotional. It was broken down daily right and so we did it for like 5 days or 7 days or something like that but it was very 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 insightful right so the first thing they talk about is how your attitude is contagious okay like it is whether it's good or bad you you know we all wake up and we might be feeling in a good mood and then the toddler wakes up and it's terrible two season right and he's not in a good mood or she's not in a good mood and she's she's hollering and screaming and this and the third and then all of a sudden our good attitude is just gone right so to kind of um what's the word just to kind of so so we need to be in a state of our attitude needs to be um what's it called when it's like before like we need to be in preparation Right. So we got to start with us and the influences and what we are uh, doing, saying, looking at reading, you know, what's affecting our attitude, first of all. Right. Because the goal is to, you know, bad stuff is going to happen, but the goal is to still keep an attitude of clarity, an attitude of peacefulness, an attitude of patience and humility and definitely an attitude that is non-reactive. Okay. The key word here is non-reactive. Like, yeah, the baby's going to scream. Okay, get him a snack. Get him some breakfast. Get him a toy. Get him a distraction. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is to diffuse the situation. And then move on, right? We don't want to stay stuck there all day long. The two-year-old is definitely going to do that because they don't know how to discern the difference, but we're the adults, right? So you got to control that. And so, like I said, um, the influences. So we've got TV, we've got music, right? We've got other people involved, you know, especially us with multiple children. Everybody has a different attitude at a different moment on a different day, right? But if we rely on, like I said, we got to pull from within. So that starts with... I talked about this last week, eliminating those distractions, right? So last week we cleaned up our timelines on social media, you know, even in the stuff that you're watching on TV, like those reality shows and all this, that, and the third, I mean, there's nothing wrong with watching them. Cause I still watch some of them, you know, love and hip hop or whatever. That's my little, uh, ratchet TV, you know, that's, that's okay, but you have to watch it with an When I watch it, I watch it now with an attitude of what not to do, right? It's entertainment. It's funny. That's it. We don't take what we're watching and bring it into our lives, especially stuff like that, unless it's something that's inspirational or, you know, um, inspiring, encouraging, motivational. Sometimes it's okay to whip those things out and and pull from it. You know, watch a couple of YouTube videos of another stay-at-home mom, right? And we all over the place now. They popping up all over. (laughs) Or I know sometimes I like to listen to, um, Some sermons, you know, depending on what's going on, when and where, you know, your music can affect your attitude. I know that can change my attitude instantly. And I'm not talking about like, it doesn't have to always constantly be just gospel music and worshiping and praise. You know what I'm saying? Like the trap music is there, honey. A little bit of T.I. and Young Jeezy will get me, will get the kitchen all the way deep cleaned. Okay. (laughs) Like... I will be jamming and cleaning, honey. So, um, definitely, definitely, definitely want to start with the influences that we are bringing in so that we can be giving out the best of ourselves. And so, you know, like, it's just whatever you're feeling in that moment, you know, turn on a podcast. (laughs) Okay. Turn on mommy at home. Turn on some of your other inspirational people that you're following, you know, um, Turn on momming at home, okay? Turn on something informational, something that you can learn from, something that you can pull from. Because all of that stuff, I'm telling you guys, it's it's scientific. What our brains literally, like, if we focus on a negative thought, some little like circuits and stuff start moving in our brain, and then We can then the lies start to come, right? So there's one negative thought and then it turns into two negative thoughts and then three and then more and then more. And then all of the stuff that you're consuming throughout the day is full, is based around your negative, those negative thoughts that are going on in your mind. But, so if you just recognize those lies and start off with an attitude of, like I said, humility, patience, gratefulness, Um, when the stuff that's going on throughout the day starts to hit you, you are reacting to it a different type of way. This is what I mean when I'm talking about the mind shift. You know, like I said, somebody's going to be stressed out. Your husband might be stressed out. He might be stressed out with work, whatever the case may be. But you don't have to go there when he goes there. You don't have to go there when the child is going there, right? So that's where you've got to control those lies, control the narrative. It's, it's you. It's about you. And it's, attitude is a choice. So you you don't have to choose to react, you know you gotta pick and choose your battles, girl, pick and choose the battles every single little thing does not have to be addressed doesn't have no no want to say it doesn't have to be addressed, but you don't you don't have to dwell on it right like you gotta just learn to let a lot of stuff go because it's not that serious if somebody else is stressed out or the kids might have had a bad day at school, you know what I'm saying like we all got stuff that uh is going to happen to us. But if you just sit back, take a beat and be like, wait a minute, is this even like the truth or is this my feeling? Right. Or, you know, like I said, if it's even if it's somebody else, okay, just don't react. Okay, somebody's having a bad mood. Let me let them have their day. Let me let them have their mood. Right. Because when you have your bad mood and your bad days, you want people to overlook that shit, too, don't you? You want people to be like, oh, well, okay, she was on her period, right? And, and forgive you for what you did last week or yesterday or what you said. So you have to be able and willing to extend that same grace, right? Grace, ladies. Let's be graceful. Okay, and then like I just said, attitude is a choice. So let's go back to that for a minute, right? Let's, let's start here with having a choice. Because one thing I have noticed um, in talking to stay-at-home moms and stuff like that, uh, the first thing everybody says is, oh, it's hard. It's a struggle. It's this. The first thing that comes out of a woman's mouth when she describes being a stay-at-home mom is a complaint. I mean, let's keep it real. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I wish I could go to work. Oh, I wish this and that and the third. Oh, it's, uh, oh, God, you know, it's like, oh, I got to go to work to get a break from these, from these kids. Or I've even heard women who said that who are not stay-at-home moms anymore. They're like, yeah, I had to go back to work to get a break from my kids. Excuse me? You need a 40-hour-a-week break from your children? <laughs> like, what? That just, like, so let's start there. Right. And for some reason, there's this stigma against stay at home moms, particularly the black ones, because let's be real. When white women stay home with their children, it is accepted. It is expected. It is like what they are supposed to do, honey. Okay, they are praised. They are loved. The men don't have it's not a question about it. You know, the white men are like, yeah, it's not it's not it's not this constant battle that I don't know why I feel like we as black women have to fight. You know, our friends, family, everybody just looks down on it constantly. It's like, oh, girl, how you did it? Oh, girl, I gotta get off the phone. Oh, your kids is this? Oh, your kids is loud. Oh, you I always got your kids with you, or whatever the case may be. But yeah, so we it, So if you start there with changing the definition of it, I mean, that's gonna uh, uh, that's gonna affect your attitude tremendously, right? Staying staying at home with your children is not a bad thing. It's not we're not dumb because we're not going to work. It's not that we don't have no skills. You know this is a skill. Holding down these children, holding down these households, making sure everything gets done that needs to be done, making sure that everything is organized, making sure that everyone stays alive and you know not breaking their arms and limbs and this that and the third. Why you still cooking? and keeping up clean, you know, cleaning, and you're teaching these children, you're emulating for them, you know, we are their first nurturers, teaching them their first words, we get to see all these huge first milestones that the working woman just doesn't get to experience, so that in itself is something to wake up every day and be grateful for, and be proud of, girl, like, so start there, have an attitude of I am the best stay-at-home mom in the world, honey. I am winning at this stay-at-home mom life, okay? And now those are some of my personal affirmations that I just threw out there at y'all, But honey. And we're going to get into affirmations in a few minutes. But that's how you got to start the day off. And if you know somebody that is like, I mean, a couple of of little critical comments here and there, okay, we can let that slide. But if somebody is just always in your ear about, you know, whatever or... Even if you hear another stay-at-home mom, lift that woman up, girl. Let her know, nah, it ain't that bad. It's not what you, you know, it's not this, what we make it out to be. Because the reality is that I think that a lot of women actually want to do this. But for financial reasons, they can't. I've spoken to women and they're like, man, I wish I could do it. But the the way my finances is set up, you know what I'm saying? They can't. So, okay, boom, there's something to add a little bit of gratitude in there because you're doing something that other women can't. And so when we're talking about, um, you know, this choice and trying to change the stigma in our minds so that we can get through this successfully, you know, we want to be successful at it. And if, you know, it's just like if we did have a job, you're not, You know, the people that do wake up every day and complain about their job and complain about, you know, they got to take my lunch break at this hour and only get 30 minutes and this and the third. You know, they got to work on their attitudes, too, about it, because that's the situation that you're in. So you have to learn to embrace it. And like I said, cancel out the lies, because that's a lie to think that. You know, half of us have degrees. Half of us have a, a master's degrees. You know, before we were stay-at-home moms, we had booming, blooding careers. You know what I'm saying? So you take all of that with you, all of your experience before this. It, it helps you to organize your household even better. It helps you to decorate. It helps you to keep everything in check and everybody in order. You know what I mean? But you've got to be embracing that and you've got to be loving it. So I want you to try something with me, maybe if you wanna do it for a day, a couple of days, a week or whatever, but start first with, okay, so let's talk about our words, right? Cause when we're complaining and just going on and listening to other people and their criticism and the lies, you know, you just have to replace it with the truth, right? So let's, so when you're going on and you're like, well, I have to do laundry and, I have to make dinner and I got to go to the grocery store and do this. And, you know, uh, then I got to cater to this man and submit and all of this. And I have to do it this way. You know, instead of saying I have to try changing your words to say I get to. Right. Because that's just going to change your attitude right there. If you affirm that over your life, I get to wake up and make my family breakfast. You know what I'm saying? I get to go to the grocery store when nobody is there in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week. Honey, and just browse down the aisles and cruise. And I don't have to bump into anybody. I get to make, you know, pot roast on a Tuesday if that's what I want to do. You know, we don't have to have the big meals on Sunday only because that's the only day you really got time. Right? We've got time. I get to do laundry. You know, I I don't have to fold my clothes in time for work on Monday. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get to leisurely. (laughs) Do some laundry, like make the best of it, because that's where it starts. I get to teach my kids how to fold laundry. I get to have my little kids running behind me, helping me uh, load and unload the washer and the dryer. All that is fun stuff. All of that is memories that you are creating for you and your child. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be forced and rushed and I'm stressed about my boss at work and this and the third. Like we don't have those types of issues, so there's no need for us to create them. So, like I said, instead of saying I have to, I get to, right? Like, I get to cater to my man. I get to rub and kiss his back to sleep every night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get to greet him at the door with a kiss because I guarantee you, ladies, there are single women out there that are hoping and praying, wishing for a man to come home so, he, so she can kiss him every single time he walks in the house. So she can cook him a nice home-cooked meal after a long day of work. Like there's women out there that like want what you have. So we have got to get into it. You know what I mean? Like you have got to be in it every minute of every day. You have got to be intentional. So that one little shift in the way that you speak about what you have to do changes everything it changes your attitude ladies come on now try it with me try it for just a day and if it works do it the next day (laughs) and then keep on doing it right because that's what we're trying to do we're trying to figure out how to push through these are the ways and even on those good days or or even on those bad days or when excuse me y'all know I'm pregnant okay just don't even don't but even on the bad days, you know, when she hit the fan, you know, when the bills are late and the lights get cut off, you know what I'm saying? Or, <laughs> you know, like, you need to go to the grocery store. You ain't got what you need to cook right now. You know, like, the whole point is that even though bad stuff is going to happen, your husband might lose his job, anything can happen, Right. The important thing, that doesn't mean that you just got to stay happy and yeah, life is great over here because I'm centered and I'm 2.0 over here. So who cares? No, (laughs) the the, what you have to do is control the reaction, right? You don't have to be reactive. You could, like I said, take a beat, take a minute back. Okay, you probably got to get with God at this point. Like, okay, what what's happening right now? What exactly are you trying to show me? Look at the challenges as opportunities to grow, right? Look at the challenges as opportunities to grow, no matter what it is. Before you react, before you let that feeling take over, you have to control it. You control your feelings. Like That, that doesn't mean that they're not going to arise and they're not going to be there. And you, you know, We're human, of course, and we're women, so we're emotional on top of the feelings. But you have got to... Recognize it and then going back to changing the narrative. Trying to look for, you know, like I said, an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to change. The reaction is what's most important, ladies. And so you can control your reaction better when you are in a better attitude, a better state of mind, which is when the affirmations come into play, the TV shows that you are watching, whatever it is that you are reading. You know what I'm saying? Um, the music that you are listening to, it it might be time to switch it up and there's nothing wrong with that. So let's get into these affirmations, right? Because we're reclaiming the power. We are controlling our thoughts intentionally, recognizing what you're thinking. Wait a minute, hold up. And half the time, y'all know we be thinking about shit and it's not even really happening. Right like we will let our minds Take us all the way into a situation That is not even happening Ladies Y'all know we do it Every day all day So let's intentionally stop that Okay stop and be like Is this even true No it's not Okay (laughs) next thought And if it is true Then be like okay How can I effectively Move through this Push through this Do what it takes So Starting the day off, like I said last week, you know, I have to take that time for myself in the morning um, to just and uh, making a sacrifice, waking up earlier before everybody is awake and um, taking that time for me to get my mind right. It's so important, ladies. I know you probably want that extra time of sleep and whatever cuz You tired and the baby been up all night and, and <clears throat> excuse me. You know, you might have had a long ass love making session last night. You know what I mean? But I'm telling you, if you take that time for yourself and God in the morning, you will miraculously just like not be tired. Like your mind will be in a place where you're not tired. You're not exhausted. You are refreshed. You are rejuvenated. You are recharged. You are refocused. Do you see what I'm saying here, ladies? Like it makes all the difference to take that time for yourself. Do your meditating, do some journaling, definitely affirm your day, right? And so when we're talking about making these affirmations, we are basically, um, you know, envisioning what we want our lives to look like, because I'm telling you guys, our minds are so powerful. Like we can really change our lives with just our mind. And like I said, even if that's just the mind shift, the change of perspective, it's still changing your life with your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's the only thing that you can control. You cannot control what anybody else has got going on. You cannot control what anybody else is going to do. You can control you, your thoughts and your words. So this is why it's so important. And I know, I know it's, it sounds like a lot and I know we've heard it all before. Right. But it is the truth. So recognize that truth, girl. And when you're doing these affirmations, you want to affirm that, you know, affirm that I am a you know, I am full of grace and wisdom and love. And, you know, I know when to speak and when to be quiet because, you know, I gave away the secret last week. So a lot of times. We let them mouths, honey, get us in trouble. Oh, I checked his ass. Oh, I whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, I told my son. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, sis, that ain't, Mm-mm. That's gotta, like, you gotta bring that back in. You gotta bring that back. Like, the righteousness can come out. You know, it's we know it's still there. We all know. Everybody know, right? <laughs> but that's not where it's at. So... When we're talking about the affirmations, it really helps, you know, it's like you're speaking over your man, your husband, you're speaking over your children, you're speaking over yourself. You're speaking life into these situations, whether it's potty training, you know, or just needing more patience with your children. One of my affirmations is I am patiently seeking. No, I am passionately seeking ways to be patient in motherhood, you know, because that's real. Right. So and as I'm speaking that, affirming that over my life, guess what's happening, ladies? Like the the little ways, the different ways to be patient, they're just going to magically start to come to me. The universe is going to bring that to me. God is going to answer those prayers, you know, how, however you want to look at it. But that is just what you are going to start attracting in your life, whether it's a cute little tip that you saw on a movie or a TV show, or you, you actually are out like looking at blogs and different Google articles on how to find some patience with these kids, you know, or you might hear about it in someone else's testimony or their story or what they did, but that's what you're gonna start just magically drawing to you when you put that out there. Right, even if it's with potty training, you know, we all know the kid is not going to, the child is not gonna go and use the bathroom until they're ready to, right? So why are we making it harder? Oh, they this. Oh, they that. Oh, why can't he just go to the bathroom? Oh, he just took a shit on the floor. Oh, there's pee everywhere. Okay. All of that's going to happen. It's a process. Like you have to trust the process. It's all of that is a part of potty training. It's inevitable. Your kid is going to pee on the floor. Your kid is going to pee in the bed. But the reaction is what it's all about. Right. Clean it up and keep going. Like, don't get stuck there. Don't make it about you. It's not about you and, oh, now I got to clean up. Nah, your kid is trying to actually learn something. You are actually in a position, you're teaching this child something. You know what I'm saying? so little bitty shifts like that can really, really go a long way, right? So, um, and definitely please, you guys, reach out. Let me know, like, if y'all, you know, if y'all want to do, like, an episode specifically on affirmations because... I did not realize that so many people like ain't hip to it. I mean, honestly, like how many of y'all actually have like affirmations written out that you say every day? Okay. Not that many. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's start there, girl. You know, let's affirm um, who and what we want to happen in our lives through our affirmations. And you got to be detailed with it. You can't be vague. You know what I mean? Like, exactly the woman you want to be. Exactly the type of children you want. Trenton is going to be on the honor roll this year. Trenton is the smartest kid in his first grade class. You know, I did a post a while back um, when, when it was back to school time where I wrote affirmations on my son's pencils. You know, at school, you know, let your children, the ones that can read and speak clearly, give them some affirmations. I am responsible. You know, theirs can be very, you know, little kiddish. I know, you know, my, your affirmations can say, you know, my daughter knows how to tell me when she has to use the bathroom, you know, speak that over it because that's what you want to see happen. So you speak it as if it's already happening. Does that make sense? Like, even if you if she's not always, all the way potty and she's not telling you, if you start saying it over and over and over again, then she will start telling you over and over and over again, like your words are that powerful okay so just get that going ladies get them affirmations in check get them in order and make sure that you are speaking in you're speaking life in the present tense of what you want you you know you have that feel it's all about the feeling right so you change that feeling imagine how you're going to feel with your kid being potty trained already it's the law of attraction at its finest right so in addition to the affirmations and envisioning this woman you want, this life that you want. Okay, hello, where's your vision board? Like everybody is all gung-ho about the vision board parties and the vision board this in January, right? But are you still looking at your vision board? Or even if you are into it, like I'm sure you can attest that that stuff really works. If you're looking at your goal every single day, envisioning it, you know, multiple times a day, you've got your mind focused on it, then you will manifest it. And so, and then we have to get out of our heads about how or when or, you know, how long, because all of that is irrelevant. You have to trust the process, right? So, I was telling the women a couple of months ago about how you can use pinterest for like a cute little digital vision board just to have on your phone um, i started creating these different boards for different things that are going on in my life you know like for the holidays if you want to decorate something or you you're looking up um different recipes or something you know start a little board for that if you want to um, how to reorganize or redecorate a specific room or for me, I want to redo my kitchen. You know what I mean? So I have a board where it's like all the latest and the greatest little appliances and the air fryers and, you know, all that good jazz. You know, and I just have this little Pinterest board where I'm looking at, I'm, I'm envisioning all of this stuff that I want to come into my kitchen. When is it going to come? How is it going to come? I don't know. But guess what? I'm going to get it. Right? Because that's what I'm putting out. That's what I'm putting into my mind. Those are the thoughts that I'm having intentionally. Intentionally. Right? I'm having a baby girl now. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to the bump. 24 weeks, okay? So I have a cute little Pinterest board with all of these cute little, like, mommy daughter outfits and, you know, just cute little girly stuff. Right? Taking that time in the morning to center your thoughts, get with God, you know. Um,. So that when, like I said, when the challenges arise throughout the day, you can stop and just take a minute and say, okay, God, what am I supposed to be learning from this? You know, how is it supposed to be helping me? How am I supposed to be helping somebody else to get through this trying time right now to get through this temper tantrum to get through? You know, this stress of what is happening with my husband and his boss at work or his clients or whatever the case may be. You know, how can I breathe life into this situation? How can I speak life over my family? Right. You've got to be intentionally thinking, questioning, having those conversations with yourself instead of the conversations that we're currently having of all the negative stuff and you know, the situations that aren't even really happening in real life, you know, this stuff that we're making up in, or the stories that we're making up in our heads, start to just stop and be like, okay, now what am I, you know, where's the lesson in this? Intentionally look for it, learn from it, and move on, ladies. It's very, very important. You know what I mean? You know, because, you know, God is the truth. And that's just it. Right? So you got to be seeking seeking God for the answers seeking God for the lessons and trying to intentionally just overcome the battles and the challenges and the struggles that might be coming your way for the day for the week for the month you know what i'm saying like um and once again when i talked about um stop looking to the left and to the right with social media and what somebody else is doing and how somebody else is progressing in their marriage and their family and you know they might be going to Disney World for Thanksgiving you know so you all looking looking at them on their trip you mad you slamming dishes you slamming the cabinets you pissed off because you ain't been on a vacation in a year you know what I'm saying or somebody some other mom is going to a mom's night out but guess what that might not be your season for all of that and if you adjust your attitude accordingly and do what you're supposed to do put in the work start envisioning it starting to do what it takes you might be able to go to Disney World next Thanksgiving. You might be able to go to Mom's Night Out next month. You know what I'm saying? So stop looking at everything as um, just with this negative connotation on it. You know, you don't know what that person had to do to get her family to Disney World for Thanksgiving you don't know what that husband had to go through. You don't know what them kids had, how many chores they had to do and how much responsibility they had to take and how many A's they had to get. You know what I'm saying? That stuff doesn't just happen out of, the the shit don't just fall out the sky. People are doing the work. They are creating the lives that they want. And then they're posting the best moments of that on the social media. So instead of focusing on that end result, we have got to start focusing on the the road that it takes to get there the work i got to do to get me there the work i got to do to get myself right the work i got to do to get my husband right the work i got to do to get these kids right right that's what we got to be focused on so the attitude has to be up to par with that we've got to get out the feelings because it starts there right and the way to do that right it's like okay that's how Like, how? Like, because I'm still, like, I'm still just in a feeling of blah. This shit is still stressing me out. Like, WTF. So, I mean, I mean, I just, I mean, well, the first thing is to say, hey, I'm going to make a choice. And then intentionally have an attitude of, like we said, humility, patience, honor, submission. You know, these are not, like. Negative words. This is like, you know, for the Christians out there that believe in Jesus and that whole story and everything, you know, look at what he had to go through. And he still was like walking with the cross on his back up the hill. Like, all right, you know what I'm saying? This this is what I got to do. Let me make the best of it. And what did he do? He went into the, the tomb and rose again. Right. He still he was looking at the bigger picture the end result the journey is not gonna always be a smooth walk in the park you know what i'm saying but you have got to just figure out ways to make the best of it and these are the ways and so when you're taking that time for yourself you know in the morning or whenever it is if you can only do it at night time make sure you figure out a way to get that time in there because it's very important and a lot of times you know to really really like supercharge um what you want, what you need, these prayers. I was reading, I told you mentioned last week that we were doing the draw the circle challenge and that is just really, really opening my eyes up so much to, um, my prayer life and having a close relationship with God to where you can, you you can just pull it up in those heat of the moments. You know what I'm saying? You can pull up his word. You can pull up his attitude. You can pull up the truth When lies are circling you all around, girl, you have to be able to pull from the cup. And that is God. You have to be able to pull this energy up out of you so that you can, you know, radiate it into your life and your family and your day. So something that is really, really, you know, you can't overlook is the praying. I mean, you just, you just can't. Like, you just cannot period so um in the book I want to share with you what he talked about in when you are praying first I'll do that and then I want to talk about the fasting aspect of it because you know they kind of go hand in hand so let me just pull it up real quick okay Okay, so here it is with just the misconception about prayer, you know, because I'm not trying to be all like, ram, 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 you know, shoving God down your throat and this and the third, even though I mean, it, it it it's it's the difference between, you know, this bad attitude and the good one, right? The attitude that we're striving for It's the difference between, you know, who you were and the 2.0 status, like you just you can't get there without a higher power, a, something outside of you. Right. Because if we we depend on ourselves and we waiting on us to do it, we wouldn't be (laughs) where we are. Right. (laughs) So it's definitely got to be something outside of us. So. For the praying, it says, you know, you don't have to hit your knees or bow your head or fold your hands to be heard. Prayer isn't something we do with our eyes closed. Prayer is something we do with our eyes wide open. Prayer isn't a sentence that begins with "Dear Jesus" and ends with "Amen." The best prayer is a well-lived life, day in and day out. Right? The best prayers don't even involve words at all. Right? So that's what I said. Right? This is—it's the conversations that we're having in our mind, ladies. Right? And so we're talking less anyway, right? Because last week we said, you know, it's—you—you you got to. Everything don't need to be said right so now we're having these better conversations in our in our minds with ourselves these intentional conversations that are you know where our affirmations are included where we are you know even though bad stuff is happening all around us it's not happening to us right so that means that taking yourself out of the victim story we've got to stop creating making ourselves the victim in every little single thing that goes wrong right <laughs> Because it's not always about us. So you've got to be able to discern the difference. And that's where prayer comes in. Right? Like I said, stopping and being like, okay, wait a minute. Is this even about me? Oh, it's not? Okay. (laughs) Let me let them have a moment moving on with my day. Or whatever the case may be. Right? Or, oh, it is about me? Okay, well, then what do I need to be learning right now? Okay. Okay. I learned it. Okay, God, I learned it. (laughs) Okay. Well, you can stop now. (laughs) I learned it. Right. And move on. And then um, when it talks about fasting, um, well, before he gets into the fast, he talks about um, change, switching up your prayers, you know, because as your life as life goes on, different situations and different circumstances are going to call for different prayers. Right, so that's why it don't have to be dear God and amen every single time, it can just be you know, whatever's happening at that moment, like Lord, please help me just you know, get this pee up off this floor real quick because I'm potty training, or you know, let them just have one successful you, you know, pee pee on the potty, <laughs> right? And then that way, y'all can have something you and the child can have something to build some momentum. Right. Just pray for that one little momentum to keep going. The shrimp to keep going. The shrimp to keep pushing through. Right? And so then um because it says if you want God to do something new in your life, you cannot keep doing the same old thing. You just gotta do something different. So if you're not waking up an hour ahead of time or thirty minutes ahead of time or setting that time the time aside for yourself your thoughts to refocus and recharge daily then it's time to start doing something different to get different results we all know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result it's just stop beating your head against the wall sis do the work it's so important it's so important it's so important so you know get with God figure out what it is he wants you to be doing figure out with yourself what it is that you can be doing better that you can be doing um to grow and learn your lessons and a lot of times you have to really really get into that sacrifice mode and do some fasting along with your praying right and I know everybody is like uh You know, it doesn't have to be giving up food and not eating nothing for 40 days straight. Like, that's not what fasting is about. And it says right here in the book, um, you know, fasting is hyper prayer and that there are many different kinds of fast. You can fast from social media. You can fast from Facebook. You can fast from a TV show or TV altogether. But if we want to hear the word a voice of God, we've got to get rid of the white noise in our lives. So whatever that is, a certain type of music, um, whatever it is that is distracting you, get rid of it and take that time to pray. Right? It says, "I needed a breakthrough." The author, he says, "I needed a breakthrough, but it took more than prayer. It took prayer plus fasting." Right? So when we really are talking about oh, girl, what what am I gonna do? I need a breakthrough. Shit is just not going right. I'm in a horrible season. I'm in a rough patch with my husband. We ain't getting along. No matter what I say, just nothing is going right. Okay, so then guess what? If no matter what you say is nothing is going right, then it's time to stop talking. <laughs> right? It's time to start talking to yourself. It's time to start talking to God. And um... Really, really, like I said, fast and giving something up so that you can hear, so that you can have that discernment, so that you can see which way to actually go. Because you can't see if you're constantly going, you have to stop and be still. And so it helps when you're doing that daily, those little, that little break, that one little hour can change your whole entire day. So let's do something different. You know what I mean? Do something different. Right? And so, before I get too, too, too deep, I just want to kind of, like, leave y'all with that right there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, just making sure that you are removing your feelings from the situation so that you can, you know, have... You know, the feeling will be there, but don't just... Don't let it rule you. Don't let the feeling control you. You control it. You know, you can feel how you feel about it, but then... Let your attitude overtake and just be like, okay, nah, this ain't going to consume my day. This isn't going to consume my hour. This isn't going to affect my attitude. I'm going to stay in this place of peace and patience and humility and non-reactive. I think that's like the, the key is it's all about our reaction and your attitude is what determines your action and how you react. So keep that at the forefront of your mind. You know, this week, ladies, definitely um, implement the the new words. Instead of saying, I have to, you can say, I get to. I get to, girl. I get to just do this shit, (laughs) right? So let's keep that in mind. Remember that your attitude is a choice. So choose to be in a good one. I mean, it's that simple. And in addition to the attitude, I mean, I cannot stress this enough, but ladies, we have to do the work. Okay, remember that you have to do something different in order to get something different. Okay, so get into those affirmations, ladies, if you're not already. And if you already are into it, go ahead and fine tune them, you know, re um, re re-evaluate what you've been affirming over your life. Are you speaking in the present tense? Are you speaking like it's already happened? You know, start being intentional. Get into a vision board. Use the Pinterest as an example. You can use Piccollage to do a digital vision board. You know, something where you can be constantly envisioning the life that you want to live, envisioning the woman that you want to be. You know, get rid of those insecurities, those fears. You've got to shut them down as soon as they creep up on you because we all know they're gonna creep up, right? And just start walking into your 2.0 self, honey. And so when those thoughts creep up, you know, just capture and control it. Making sure that they are in alignment with making sure that they are in alignment with what's going on around you, the changes that are happening in, in your daily lives every day, because life is a constant change. So we've got to control the thoughts, right? And keeping in mind that one ounce of doubt cancels it out. So you can be affirming all day and all night. But if you are doubting it in your mind, doubting it by the words that you say, doubting it by your actions, then it's just going to cancel it out. So be intentional and stick with it. I promise you this stuff works. You know, try a lot. Try being a lot more grateful, expressing a lot more gratitude. You know, focus on the things that you do have instead of what you don't when you're talking about being a virtuous woman you want to get into that 2.0 status you know that woman is diligent she's graceful she's kind she's she's full of wisdom she guards her tongue whoo i know i could use some help with that one honey garden that mouth honey <laughs> but I must say I have gotten a whole 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 lot better you know what I'm saying I'm not exactly where I want to be but I'm on my way girl I'm on my way and I can all and I'm gonna get there because it's all about growing being better you know constantly learning um just get any type of information that you can that will help you to elevate that's what it's all about ladies make sure that you do the work Get up an extra 30 minutes to an hour early or stay up an extra 30 minutes to an hour later to work on yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Be selfish for those 30 minutes or that hour. And, you know, just remember that we're in this together. You're not alone. The same stuff you're going through, other stay-at-home moms are going through it too. Other women are going through it too. Other moms are going through it too. You know what I'm saying? This is not just something that stay-at-home moms are facing. It's all of us. So, with that being said, actually you know let me know if you guys want to join our private Facebook group. Um, the women in there are very supportive. It's a very safe space. they're non-judgmental. Um, we just love one each other, encourage each other, inspire each other. It's, it's a really, really good thing. So, I've got some really, really good stuff coming up next week. Thank you so much for sticking with me through the end. Thank you so much for all of your support. Please come back next week. I've got some really, really good authors coming on. They're gonna um, be talking about their book, tackling the holidays, and it's gonna have some really good tips coming up for, you know, just how to keep that peace and the madness that's that's getting ready to come up on us with Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all of that. So we're gonna we're gonna get this thing right together. All right. I hope you have a great week. Remember, your attitude is a choice. as always take what you need leave what you don't and if you had a blast like i did do me a favor and screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories girl i'd love to know when you're listening and what you think you know it really makes my day to read your reviews and hear your comments i just i love that feedback you guys it really keeps me going because it lets me know that you resonate with me And, I mean, I'm just so grateful because that's why I'm here. I'm here for you, you know. We're in this together. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. We're trying to reach this 2.0 status, honey. It's going down.